It is episode 37 of Honestly Unbalanced and this conversation was both hilarious and inspirational. We chatted to Waz Ashaya. Waz is one of the UK's top fitness instructors. He's worked in the industry for just a few years intensively, although he has a long background in it. But he's only worked in it intensively the last few years, but he's done so much. He's a co-founder of the boutique fitness business Raise London. He's the group fitness manager for global fitness brand Equinox in one of the most amazing gyms in Bishopsgate. He's a trainer for the leading on-demand fitness app Fit, F-I-I-T, and he's a brand ambassador for Gymshark. That's a hell of a lot in just a few years. Uh, we chat about all of that in the convo. Enjoy, everyone. If you're on the market for a new yoga mat or your practice just needs a bit of a, a, bit of a treat, then get yourself a Lifeform. Lifeform yoga mats have been my favourite for pretty much ever. And code the Hustlers. that's all caps, T-H-E-H-U-S-L-E-R-S, the Hustlers get you 10% off and us a little kickback too. Uh, and if you want to practice online with us, uh, that's Holly and I, if you go to any of the recent show notes, you'll see a massive discount code uh, on our online platform for anyone that actually bothers to read our show notes. So head there and get your discount. Honestly unbalanced. What? When I ever work out, which is becoming less and less at times, <laughs> like Holly always yeah. says to me, like, oh, food diary. <laughs> like, when I mean, she wants to know everything I've eaten it's that day. It's just kind of interesting. I don't know so, why. So, Waz, what's food diary? <laughs> you, you look far better than I do right now and have done for a long time. So, food diary. <laughs> what have you eaten this food morning? Diary. <laughs> what about, uh, you know what? I'm a, I'm a sucker for that scrambled egg, smoked salmon, oh. sourdough. It's like the go-to. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that is other, other people's go-to, but that's my go-to. It's just uh, a decent egg breakfast. That's mm. my... Uh, that's my one. What, what's on your menu for breakfast? Can I just ask, do you, do you put a bit of avocado on that as well? A bit of smashed avocado? You're not saying yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all yeah. of it. You've got to shove all of it. I, I, I like spicy food, so I get like, the chili The chili comes out, everything comes Ooh, out. Too good. And just so, so good. we can feel guilty, like how much have you worked out today? I've worked out. I've worked out. I've done... <laughs> I like doing my I like doing my cardio in the morning, so I always like doing that classic fasted session or whatever. So I do cardio in classic, the morning. Classic as we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we know we know all about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, classic. And then um and then I and then I sort of return to some weights maybe in the evening. So yeah. So I, I like working out a lot, yeah. Do you do it the, I know the answer already, but do you work out every day? Yeah. Yeah. And do you have would yeah. you have like a routine like Monday I do this, Tuesday I do this or is it just you kind of go with the flow and feel into what you're feeling? Completely. Like I definitely have a routine. I just think that it's like um it's probably the only thing in life that you can control, isn't it? At <laughs> it's, the moment. It's the gym. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um yeah, no, I train in like a really like sort of old fashioned way, which probably gets frowned upon, but it's like a bodybuilder style way where like you'll isolate and train body parts. So you'll do, I don't know, your your back on Monday, yeah. shoulders on Tuesday, you know, that type of vibe. Mm -hmm. So uh, I haven't evolved, if that's what you're after. If it works. <laughs> do you know what you, what, you, what you said there is interesting about control, like it being the one thing you can control. Like I think Arnie used to say, this is him creating a work of art. He's sculpting something, but unlike a sculptor who can like spend a week sculpting a piece of clay, 
it was spending he was taking on years sculpting the body yeah he is and amazing that's he, but, that, but that's how he described it and there was something really interesting about the control thing i you know when i was really into it and had more space and trained far more that's what i love the fact this is the one thing in my life i can really control i can control how fit i am how healthy i am i can't control how good i am at anything necessarily when i was mm-hmm. in a pro, a pro boxing club like i can't control my boxing skill but i can control mm-hmm. my fitness yeah. So yeah, I just thought I'd speak around. Have you always been someone that likes controlling things? Does that extend beyond? Uh, I, th- I think um, I-, I think it-, it comes from a point of obsession. If you're if you're that grossly involved with it, where you're training at you know twice a day and stuff. But I just think as a as an overall um, as an overall rule, I think you need to be you know you need to have a goal. Mm. You know, and you need to identify with what your goal is. So. Um, you have to be very clear about like my, my, my goal is obviously an aesthetical goal. It's not a performance led goal. It's not, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very different to a yogi, a yogi's goal or, a, a, you know, um, I don't know, a boxer's goal or, a, you know, when you just want to look good, it's, it is that repetitive notion of just training and doing the same, you know, the same movements, the same exercises over and over and over and over again. So, um, yeah, I think you have to identify with your goal. And when it, when it's aesthetics, it's boring and it's repetitive. And is that, <laughs> is that your goal? It's aesthetic only. Is that what you're saying? Do you, do you consider like your health as well? Or are you this guy that like works out low? and goes and eats all the donuts i see so much of that in the pt world i'm like don't they go two and two together the diet and the training i think i i mean my attitude's changed as as i've sort of spent more years in this industry i think you used to look forward to the cheat day and you used to look forward to like being strict during the week and you i think you just evolve when you as a person when you train i started off and i did oh cheat day this and i think you just use any bit of information that sort of like Mm. (laughs) helps your side of the story do i mean like you want a big binge meal you're like oh it's a cheat meal i just think you you need to have a healthier relationship um and and it, you need you need that word which everyone is always striving for, which is balance. Oh you yeah, know? yeah, definitely. And That's does key. it upset you that you're not really achieving your goal and looking good? Yeah, was what's yeah. that all about? <laughs> 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 He's like, um, don't be so ridiculous. <laughs> um, no joke. There's always there's, there's there's always room for improvement, Adam. There's always room for improvement. <laughs> right, tell me. I, I looked, we, we were stalking you today and yeah. you weren't always, so you've always, obviously you're a handsome guy, you've always looked good, but you weren't always so athletic, were you? Like, when did that kick in for you? Um, I've always been involved in sport, but I just think they're like, um, I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit of history. I used to play hockey competitively, mm. um, reg, regional, national, so all that sort of stuff. Um, and then I, I started getting involved in the gym when I was about 19. Mm. Um, and then I think everyone needs a mentor, you know, mm. I think. And I, I, I came across somebody, I, you know, I don't know how it works in, in your discipline, but you definitely need somebody to guide you through or somebody you look up to or somebody to, to teach you. Um, so uh, I, I received a bit of training when I was 19. I really liked it and I kept on going back for more. And then I became, I've got an addictive personality. So I just, it's <laughs> all I did. I, I just, I figured out what my routine was and I just, you know, I haven't, and I haven't really changed since then. I've just along the way and along the journey, you, you just, ha- you have to look out for the people you need to learn from. I think mm. that's the key. And at what point did you think this was going to be career? Um, like going to make money so, out of uh, it? Uh, so I've only actually been, contrary to belief, I've only actually been in the fitness industry for a, for a short period of time in in what I specialise in now, which is group fitness. Mm. Um, I qualified at the age of 
17 as a personal trainer oh, wow. and I didn't um I didn't use that until a lot later on in my life um so I, I the gym was actually a hobby for me at the start and I and I had so I probably enjoyed it more then than I do now because it's sort of you can't draw the line between work and and mm. and play as it were um but yeah I just uh, I'm probably about two three years in heavily engrossed in group fitness so to answer your question the last two to three years is where I made my money in fitness mm. um but but prior to that I was just a qualified PT doing minimal that's interesting what you said about work and play because obviously it all blends together and what you're doing so do you find that it quite hard to find the balance between or do you do you have kind of boundaries around right this is my work so I'm different whereas in this space and then this is my play time and I'm kind of I'm different in this space if that makes sense I think yeah, I think one of one of the rules that I have, um, and that's the key to my success, was that my my personal training and my personal development is always non-negotiable. Yeah. So no matter how, no matter how busy I got, um, like now I work a, I mean obviously not now because we're in lockdown, but you know a working week for me is um, you know forty five hours. 45 hour working week at Equinox. Um, and then I've got other duties on top. I own my own um, business with, uh, with, a, with another trainer um, called Ray's and uh, all these other commitments and stuff. But one thing that I always put at the forefront is my own training mm. um, and, you know, time for myself. And that's non-negotiable. So that's, that's rule number one. Mm. What, so rewinding a little bit, you said you kind of, you decided it was going to be a career like two, three years ago, I think you said. So what made you yeah. just what made you decide to go in that direction? What was the shift? Uh, uh, well, I had my, I had my own. So prior to fitness, I had um, well, yeah, I had my own. Um, I had my own public relations company. So I worked in nightlife. Yeah. <laughs> Completely different. <laughs> um, so I specialised in um, celebrity hospitality, and I actually used to take people out to nightclubs, um, restaurants, bars, etc., etc., etc. So. Um, I think I, I actually went sober. I don't think I actually went sober <laughs> four years, four, four years ago. Um, and, and I think that was the, that was a transitional phase really where I sort of, you know, I said to myself, I don't actually belong in this, uh, in this industry anymore. So mm. fitness has always been a passion and it's something I then went to pursue. And nice. And then you got your, a few, a few jobs in the Equinox gig. Yeah, so I, I I was a trainer um, at Anti Joshua's boxing gym in uh, in in Marleybone, actually thirty seconds from my new place. Yeah, <laughs> so convenient. That is a beautiful space. And when I when I was in I was living in Primrose Hill, and that opened, I was like, oh my god, I need to get back into boxing. I need to get mm. back there. But it's it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fairly expensive, you're, you're, isn't it? <laughs> you're a boxer, aren't you? Background, yeah, background mm. was uh, background, mar- there you go. Mar- yeah. martial arts. Then I was in a pro boxing club for a long time. Had fights. And then yoga. Nice. I was always doing yoga at the same time, but then eventually something had to give in terms of work and yoga and blah blah blah. And then boxing is the thing that shifted. So you said so you're that- a, lo- a lover, a lover, not a fighter, Adam. I want no, I want a punch bag. <laughs> I, I'm determined to get a punch bag. <laughs> and I've just bought. Dave, do you know David Goggins? Yeah, yes, like come ins- on, yes. insane yes, yes. guy. Like, you are a bitch. You need to fuck yourself up. Like, oh my God. He'll be running 100K with his wife, like on the car, filming him just abuse yeah, yeah. people at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he is, uh, yeah, he's my motivation now is just get back on it. To get back on yeah, it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, your motivation wise, is it is it a family thing? Of all your family like you? Is it like to be driven? Is that part of your upbringing? Uh, um, 
I'm, I'm a unique case, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, but no, my, my family are my family are super driven. Um, I've got a twin brother. Um, he actually lives in LA. Um, and he works on he works on movies. He's an assistant director, and he works extremely long hours. Um, my father's a chef, um, so he works extremely long hours on his feet all the time. And my mum, my, my I mean, yeah, if getting her to sit down is uh, is oh, a chore. Wow. So I just think I, I think yeah, definitely come from that upbringing of if you can work, work. Yeah. And do you? I, I feel like you do. You ever have moments of calmness, or are you always super high energy? And if you do, what what do these moments of calmness look like for you? Um, there's definitely, I think there's always two sides, isn't there? I've never mm. met somebody that is, I mean, I'm, if you had to scale me, I'm definitely, I sit on the extrovert side <laughs> and I'm really out there. I'm really out there and I'm probably like the industry's Marmite. You either like <laughs> love me or you, or, or, or you hate me. But I just, um, so with every strong character that I've ever come across, there's always another side, but it's, it's how much you, you know, it's how much you pay attention to recovery, which is probably something I need to work on. <laughs> yeah do you find that balance hard do you, do you ever find yourself burning out and sort of going too hard or do you, are you quite good at being kind to your body at the same time and knowing when it's time to rest um there's probably if I put my hands up it's probably the area that I pay least attention to and it'll probably come and bite me but it, it's yet to bite me so um but mm. I will I need more time I feel like I'm getting told off <laughs> oh no sorry I'm just, I'm just genuinely <laughs> I'm genuinely interested <laughs> let's 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 uh, interview you again in another two years and see yeah. where you're at then Holly <laughs> wants to give you a sound journey oh no I did yeah. I, oh, hang on we've been there worse haven't we I did give Wes a yeah. sound journey in a group and uh was the twice, snorer twice. yeah snored twice twice twice, <laughs> twice. The experience. twice. So, that, so so uh so the i'll give i'll set the scene yeah. the first one <laughs> was when i was being uh when i was being announced for my for a new job role which was manager they were like and the new manager is and i was like <laughs> 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 and, and the second time was when holly came to do a soundball meditation for all the managers at work and uh and i again went <laughs> so that's a sign so yeah, no, I'm not. that's a sign I'm gonna, do you know i'm gonna take that as a compliment though because i've relaxed you win well i think i think ashley from uh so ashley one of the managers from maintenance he he said that it you know after a while you sort of were in tune with the with the sound bar <laughs> with the noise <laughs> so, so. you're just like <laughs> <laughs> so you said that you um going back a little bit you said that four years ago you became sober do you mind me asking what life was like that was like before that point then were you was it just crazy and party lifestyle all the time or what was it that made you yeah. sort of come away from that yeah so I think I was just I was uh I was always on the go you know and I think um you know to speak as openly as possible I think like drink drugs cigarettes mm. all of that played played a part um so i just think that with with nightlife you're always out and about and you know, my job was to entertain people so you know um a friend once pointed it out to me and was like look you know to them it's one night out but to you mm. you're going out every yeah. single night and every night you're meeting somebody new so it's like this this whole energy of like, hey, and putting on this whole bravado of like, you know, I'm gonna, you're gonna have a great night. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna be the guy that takes you around, and it's it, it just um, it took from me quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, God, I can imagine that. And w was there a shifting point where you thought, actually, now I need to get my arse in gear and actually go in the other direction? One, 
1000%. I think you, once you start abusing substances, once you start abusing um, you know, your own personal health, I just think that, I've, like, like I said, I've always had um, a passion for fitness and I was actually doing something that was not in my interest. Mm. Like I was doing something that, that, that I was doing because it was very well paid. Um, I was a people person, so we knew that. So that's why I, ha- I landed the job in the first place. And I think once once you've done something like that for years and years and years it, it takes its toll and then you know everything the wheels come off don't they so I just feel like it it, it, it got to a point where it was no longer fun mm. there was lots of substance abuse and then you sort of like you were just sort of left with your own thoughts and it just it's not it wasn't a great place it was quite a dark place to be mm. um and then you you end up you know, you don't really have good quality people around you. And then yeah. it's just, yeah, it's, it's your, your environment basically determines, you know, how, how well your life, how well you're going to live your life. Mm. And I wasn't choosing the best environment for me at that time. I guess it gets to a point where you have to, you have to make a choice, don't you? Like you said, you have to, you either choose to keep going down that road and essentially you're going to mess yourself up at the end of the day, or you, you choose to actually do something that you, you love and something that, you know, you're going to succeed at. Did you have any help around you or was it you that made the decision by yourself or did someone sort of say, look, mate, you're kind of messing your life up a little bit? I actually went cold cold turkey I, I stopped uh, I stopped um, I stopped drink I stopped drugs I stopped mm. smoking I used to smoke 20 cigarettes a day wow <laughs> oh those lungs yeah there you go mm. yeah 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 um, and then um, and I'm asthmatic um, and, <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, that's the least of my worries at the time but I just think um, yeah I, I actually stopped um, I stopped I remember waking up one one morning and just being like this this has to end um and you know I was even if you take a drink one drink on a Monday one drink on a Tuesday four drinks on a Wednesday one on Thursday you know five on Friday six on Saturday you start adding that up and it's yeah. like it's Craig, David so- Craig David song it's a remix um, drink on so Monday um yeah so i just think that like it was a cumulative you know and and people people would say to you at the time you know you got a problem you know you got you got an issue and you're like no i don't because i only Mm. had one tonight i only had two tonight and then you add it up during the week and you're like hold on like Mm. there's a problem here yeah (laughs) this isn't this isn't this isn't normal so um and yeah, and and all the classic signs come with 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 abuse of substances. There was depression there. There was anxiety. There was, you know, all the things that are bringing people are bringing to the forefront now, which are, which people can comfortably talk about. I I believe these days. But mm. I just like at the time, it was just like just get on with it. It was mm. work. You must be really proud of yourself then, because that takes a really strong person to to dig yourself out of something that must have been so consuming. It was your life. So to just make that decision. And, and well paid. Yeah, something yeah. consuming and well paid and kind of fun. And I guess to a lot of your, like, not close friends, but distant friends, you're living the dream. You know, you're going yeah, out partying from, with celebrities. Yeah, from the outside. Yeah, and I- yeah, no, exactly. I mean, listen, there, there wasn't there wasn't a celebrity that I, that I didn't look after in the sense that if they were in town, it was, you know, once you do something like that and you, if you can call it perfecting it, I did it for 10 years. So it yeah. was like, you know, it was, I was everybody's sort of go-to in London, you know, call this person and he'll make sure you get into a club and he'll sort out your dinner and he'll, yeah. you know, and so it was, um, yeah, it's hard because at the time it's hard to step away from that and it's hard to see the bigger picture, isn't it? It's hard to go, well, actually, I'm going to stop earning all that money 
and living with this this like this great life in inverted commas and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna do something else yeah um so it's, it's just like reinvent you know reinventing yeah. what you do and and how you do any just as a side note any or who's your fact favorite celebrity yeah give us some gossip and the worst <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> tell us everything <laughs> um no I, I i just um yeah i don't i don't i don't I don't know. No. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't idolize in that way. No. I just think, um, Did you make any? I think I got. I, Go on. I got told. I got told the best. But the best thing ever is like you're never in a position to to judge somebody on a night out. So I wouldn't want to be judged <laughs> on my night out. So, that's, right. that's really so, good advice, actually. Yeah. yeah. Don't judge someone when they got a drink in their hand. <laughs> so yeah. uh, so there you go. Let's talk about your trans- <laughs> your transition again to kind of the fitness stuff. So no, in a relatively short space of time, then you've done a lot you know you are mm. now group fitness manager in like one of equinox's you know, premium brand new locations bishopsgate which is an mm. incredible gym like, you know one of the best well mm. probably the best in the uk to yeah. be fair in terms yeah. of like the spec of it you're you've got your raise london which we'll talk about in a bit you know you're now on fit you're doing kind of little tv appearances which you are you doing anyway i guess that's slightly less related but like you're really making a name for yourself now and it's clearly not just you clearly have knowledge as well because you know there's sometimes you know people have a you know quickly accelerate up in you know, in career but clearly don't know what they're talking about <laughs> to some degree mm-hmm. you clearly know what you're talking about and to look at you it's very clear that you must know what you're talking about as well, just even to look at your body and your physique. Like, what would you say about that journey that you've made quite fast? Like, was it, how did you manage it? Was it your personal skills? Is it your ability? Was it your knowledge? Was it connections? How did you make that journey? Um, I've always just been fascinated with like, with, with, um, with learning. Mm. You know, I just, I think, I think anyone that is good at anything will tell you that you have, you have to learn. You know, like any, I, I've never met anybody at the top of their game that said, you know, I just woke up one day and and, and I was the best. Mm. You know, and it's 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 this separation of of ego, and it's and it's it's willing to just go, okay, well, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to listen to this person because they know what they're talking about. You know, and if if you're, it's that typical cliche of like, if you if you're in a room of people and you're not learning something, you're you're in the wrong room. And I just I always took that so mm. so heavily throughout my whole life. Like if I was always the one that was like, you know, it's that big big fish small pond scenario. If I was mm. always the big fish, I'm in you know I'm in the ro- I am in the wrong room. I need mm. to move. I need to go somewhere else. I need to learn. And I just think to answer your question about it quickly developing is because that that hunger and that passion has mm. to come with within. Like you have to want to be the best at what you do because no one's going to come to your door and just knock on your door and go, Hey, you look great. I want you to be, yeah. I want you to be the best. So, so I, it has to be a self-driven in the same way that I had the willpower to stop doing X, Y, and mm. Z. It was like, right now let's take that willpower and let's use that. And, and right. How can I use it to, to, for it to benefit me? Like, what do I want? What do I want to do? And how do I want to do? And where do I want to do? And let's go after it. Is that something that is you by nature or have you had to nurture that in yourself and, and work on that willpower or have you always had it? I, 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 if I'm, yeah, I've always, You've it's always, always it. been there. But I think what you I said think, there, think, it's, it's a hard, it is the hard times that make you, isn't it? Yeah. As you said, it's, it's, by, it's by going through those challenges. I think are the times in your life that really make you, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Like David Goggins 
run, you know, losing all of the weight that he'd initially. Like for me, some of my most formative experiences have been like running an ultra marathon mm. and like having 12, 12 hours of hardship or, you know, going through the loss of a family member. It's how you deal mm-hmm. with that, I think, really then affects how you then deal with work. Mm. And no, of course. And I think I think like you know, we, we live in in a world where you're forever comparing yourself against somebody else's oh, yeah. highlights. Yeah. You know, like you're, you've only got to log on. If you want to feel bad about yourself, you've only got to log on <laughs> <for> Instagram. <laughs> if, you, if you want if you want a proper downer, only <laughs> only like, like just log on and just like see how great somebody else's life is. And mm. I just there's there's the only you need to have a great relationship with your internal conversation. Mm. So your internal conversation needs to be stronger than your external. Because external is always going to, there's always going to be people that go, yeah, you know, I've had, I've had loads of, oh, he's arrogant. He loves himself. Oh, he doesn't know anything. Oh, you know, he's, he's in crap shape. Oh, this, that, and there's always going to be your, your critiques. They're always going to be there. Um, But I think that the, the best thing was, was making sure that that internal conversation with yourself was 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 strong and it was healthy and it was like you deserve this mm. you've been working hard you've been putting work in because it's almost like preparing for anything i mean you talked about boxing earlier adam it's like if you prepared for a fight if you knew you've done the preparation you're confident in your in 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 the fight you know so mm. it's, it's it's like you need to have that internal conversation with yourself all the time it's like when you teach a class both of you teach it's like if you've prepped the class you know what's coming next mm. you know you don't you don't you don't worry about the queuing you know the the mm. teaching you just you you get to sit back and enjoy the room and, and enjoy the connection with people so i think that was always one thing i always made sure i did my homework always made sure that i was in a position to win mm. and do you ever have off days everyone has i mean like if you didn't have off days i, I want to meet that person yeah do you ever like do you ever like wake up and think oh i just can't be bothered to train today and you just kind of slip up and you just you just don't do it or do you are you really that disciplined that you do make sure you do these things every day i, I do them every day you know like whether whether i whether i get like the best result every time i don't know you know and i'm sure there's some times that i should have that I should have rested, but I've got a, I've got a theory about rest days. Oh, go on. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I've got a theory. Um, I heard this actually, and I, I wish I could remember the person's name to quote them because it's not it's not an original thought, but I, I it stuck with me. Um, and basically, they said, you know, I don't plan for rest days. Rest days happen, and they're called and it's called life. So it's like it's like basically, I may plan to train seven times a week. Mm. you know monday to sunday but then life will come along and then all of a sudden i can't get to the gym on i don't know wednesday because i've worked i have worked too much right i've got you know i've got to move house on sunday so i didn't go whatever whatever life just throws scenarios at you so then you miss that day so then that's your rest day (laughs) so it was like for me for me it was like don't plan to rest it was like always have a healthy relationship with moving your body whether it's a walk whether it's a run whether it's get something in daily that gives back to you. It goes back to what I said before, which was like the non-negotiable time. And then, listen, you you may not hit the target 100%. So, You, you mentioned before uh, critics. And I guess there will be people jealous of you and your progress and, and you know, what you what you have. Uh, like, how do you deal with that? Because I guess with, especially in the social media age, people have so much more license to moan and be bitter and and there's this increased sense of entitlement by people like there's always been that but now it's even more overt like how what's your what's your approach to dealing with that 
I just think people can say whatever they want with no consequences these days. And I think that's a dangerous place to be, mm. um, you know, and I would like to say I'm as tough as everybody else out there and I don't care. And listen, everyone cares. Mm. Like, let, let's let's be real. Everyone cares. So I just think you I didn't deal with it to answer your question in the best way before. I was like a bull in a china shop and I'd probably stay up until four o'clock in the morning arguing with Deborah from Aberdeen. I don't know. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> but like, but like, but like it was, it used to, it used to attack me so much. And then I just thought, you know, that this, I work off currency and that currency is energy. So my, my currency is energy. So you're like, believe it don't believe it i don't i don't mind but i just believe that we deal with each other on an energetical level mm. so if i'm worried until like if i'm sick until 4 a.m in the morning worried about what other people think to me they would it just came it's only really recently because you have to be comfortable with yourself but it's like maybe over the last four or five years i just thought you know what leave the comment up there let them call me this, that, and the other. I don't care. Mm. I need to, I need to, I need to have a healthy relationship to be able to walk away and go, do you know what? I'm posting this and I shouldn't really be looking at the comments because if I'm, I, I'm posting for the wrong reason, if that's why I'm looking mm. at the comments. Mm. Or you can do the whole, you can hold, delete them. I delete anything bad. I delete. I'm like, this is not, a, demo this is not a democracy. This is my wall. This is my post. So, so, Holly, that's why your comments aren't landed yeah. on this page. <laughs> that's why they're all deleted. If, if I don't like it, just delete it. Unless it's, like, uh, uh, unless it's stimulating an interesting point. I know I don't need that waste. I just, I really think that happy people don't feel the need to post comments like that. And it's always a reflection on the person that is commenting rather than on you. Mm. I really believe that, you know, and I feel sorry oh, but, for people like but, that. But also I've never, I always try and do it from like, okay, well let's be them. Let's try and, let's <laughs> try and send somebody some hate. Let's try and send somebody some hate mail. Like how wound up have you got to be yeah. Yeah. to go into, to go into someone's DM <laughs> and go, let me tell you about your manky self. Like how, how wind, <laughs> like, how, <laughs> like, like how wound up, how wound up, like how bad is your, is your life day or, or your life got to be to go. And then, and then, then, then you're like, then you smile. Then you're yeah. like, okay cool that like let them be like let them have their five seconds where they they want to tear me down because it's just it's 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 yeah if you react it's it's just crazy isn't it you it's just lose wasting. time and you lose and, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. As, as an observation on this kind of this idea of critics again like what or entitlement even like what have you noticed while being i guess in the fitness industry i mean maybe it's changed a little bit or maybe but I guess you'll get so many people applying for different roles or you witness you know, PTs applying for roles. You see staff come and go. Like, what do you think is the, not the average approach, but do you notice some entitlement? Or, or do you think there are tips that you could give for people entering the fitness industry or wanting to succeed in it uh, for how they can actually make more of a career out of it and be successful? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not that fucking important. Is 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 what I would, is, 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 is 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 what I'd and that's for myself as well. You know, that's that's for you know. I, I've I've been so great to have a lot of mentors and and people around me. And you know, let's let's relate it to fitness very quickly because the three of us all teach. So it was like when I started teaching, it was like all about, oh, okay, what t-shirt am I wearing? What shoes am I wearing? Am I looking good? <laughs> yeah, people, you know, a bit like this, you know, and, oh, it's, it's all about was and this. And then you're like, people don't, people don't care. Mm. 
People don't remember, ah, he went from a lunge to a squat to to an overhead press. People just go, I felt really good when I took his class Mm. or I felt really bad when I took his class because he doesn't care about me in the room. People, I could take a class now and I would not remember the moves on the way home. So I know a lot of planning and stuff goes into it. And I'm, I'm not saying don't plan your classes. But what I'm saying is, is that people only remember how you made them feel. Mm. They, won't, they won't remember anything else. And they will keep on coming back because so you're there to facilitate their needs. Yeah. It's, not about, it's not about you. So to go back to your thing of like one bit of advice, because now I've done... I've, ta- I've you know taken loads of auditions for people and instructors and I think the people that are successful are the people that are willing to adapt to what's in front of them. Mm-hmm. You may come in with this superstar plan of like, well, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to behave. But, you know, you, you have to be able to adapt. And I think you have to be able to have m- m- more, like you're talking about owning a skill and working on skill earlier on. And I think that's, that's what makes you successful is your willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, not, and not, not being you know oh i don't i've got nothing else to learn and i'm the shit and Mm. that's like i think that's that's where people go wrong um and we touched on it earlier adam you're talking about you know to the to the outsider it's like okay cool i'll go and get a qualification i'll I'll go and get some nice pair of lycras i'll post (laughs) a picture up and i'll tell everybody i work in the fitness industry you know and i that, that that's 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 what's happening now that's exactly what's happening now mm. in the industry, and it's 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 borderline fraud. Do you do you find that a lot with uh, the PTs that you work with? Have you ever had to like sit down one of your PTs and be like, "Look, <laughs> you're not that important." Yeah, I'm, yeah, myself, no, joking, no. <laughs> Look just, in the mirror. <laughs> um, so no, I just uh, it's it's funny. It's funny because like you 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 have to give feedback. I think people. People that are open to feedback yeah. are people you want to work. Are people you want to work with? Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? People that are people that are are willing to look. I'm constantly looking for ways to improve the way I behave, I teach, I come across all the time. So if somebody's if somebody's willing to take that time out to 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 cross analyze what you're doing and 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 package it back up and tell you in a constructive way. I think, you know, that's that's advice that's invaluable. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, and I think I think all we all we get these days is yeah, that was sick. That class was <laughs> that that class was epic, or that trainer was the hardest. You know, like, and I, I, I listen. I don't. I've got a theory about that as well. It's like the hardest trainer, the best trainer. Well, I will just give you exercise and give you no recovery and then I'll be the hardest trainer. Do you know what I mean? So I just think, I just, I just, I think that, yeah, it needs, there needs to be a bit more uh, thought behind that. Let's talk about how you've adapted a lot. Cause Ray's London, was that, so that's done really well. You've done really well with that. Like rel- yeah, again, relatively quickly, thanks to all the work you put into it. Was that a response to lockdown or was that always on the radar for you anyway? So I already had a company um, called Notorious. So it's called Notorious LDN. Um, and there was three of us. Um, and then one of the trainers, uh, one, of, one of our friends, one of the trainers, um, went, had an opportunity in LA, went to LA, and he's doing great and um, landed a great gig with Apple. Um, and then, you know, it just it just opened up a conversation of like, well, it's not three anymore, it's two people. And then um, I think it was it was a good couple of months into the first lockdown. Um, and then I just, yeah, just decided to pivot. I wanted notorious was kind of like a, 
I mean, it means infamous and it's not like a, it wasn't a positive affirmation. And I was mm. sitting there and I was like, I wanted something that was uplifting and that was in keeping with what everyone was going through. And I wanted to raise people's spirits. I wanted to have an, it, and it just, it just came to me. It took me a couple of days, um, you know, and I just, just sat up and I just started playing with words. And you, the trouble these days is you've got to find a word that no one else has <laughs> yeah, ever used. Yeah, I know, and then, and, and then I just found an opportunity. I found an opportunity in the fitness market. Um, not, it wasn't to make money. It was just, a, it was actually an opportunity to keep people sane. Mm. Um, so originally we could only exercise on our front doors or in our houses and stuff. So um, I said to Charlie, who I was living with at the time, I said, we're going to go to people's neighborhoods who have, you know, who have agreements of 10 or more neighbors that are willing to come to their front door. All they need is a mat or a towel and we will provide body weight exercise that gets everybody moving, whether they're kids, grandparents, mums, dads, sisters, brothers, like whatever. And I just said, we'll leave it up to the nation to call us out. And I say nation, cause it spread further than London, mm. um, to call us out online. Cause we obviously did the thing where we off, where we do workouts online. And I, we just, I off the cuff just said, listen, if you can fix up 10 of your neighbors, give us your postcode, we'll drive there with a speaker with a mic you just br you just you just bring a towel and a mat and you walk out to your front door and we'll we'll give you we'll give you a group fitness experience that'll you know hopefully put a smile on your face and get you moving and and it took off like you wouldn't believe that is amazing i love that idea did anyone get annoyed with you in the street that didn't want to join in yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, that's that, Holly. That's why I said ten or more neighbours. Right. Because by general, by, by general consensus, if you have ten people that sign up to something, then you, you cover your ass. Yeah, really. yeah, but yeah. We uh, we were going into like unknown territory. You know, like I can remember doing one. It got so successful that you know it it got we got to Redcliffe. I think it was Redcliffe Gardens in Chelsea. Let's just say like Chelsea probably don't like us, but it was like eighty. <laughs> 80 people turned oh, wow. up. Wow, that's amazing. And it was like, and and then well, they didn't, some people didn't think so. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so, then, so then, so then, um, yeah, we we had it all. We had like police turn up. We had we've had police turn up. We had police turn up in the one we did in uh, SE, which was like I think Vauxhall area. We had so we had police turn up in Chelsea. We had, but the the same actually, you know, kudos to them. The same response was, "What are you doing here?" We said, "Oh, you know, we're doing exercise, all socially distanced, you know." And they've called it on. The neighbours want to move, and they said, "Continue." Oh, you, know, so it was, you, you chose to do it at the perfect time mm. like if you tried to do that a year and a half ago like i'm sure more people would have got annoyed and the police would have been obliged to say something mm. but it's a time when on social media is like full of like italian people on rooftops singing opera and stuff people oh, are doing yeah. lots of group yeah. things on the streets so, so that's so that, that's what inspired me really? yeah. so i was i was i was so i was flick air you, you mentioned those classical things so it was this time it was april it was about may june may june and i was i was flicking through and there was that spanish guy and he, you know that was out and singing to the flats there was people in new york singing hip-hop songs to the neighborhood and it was exactly those clips and stuff and i turned around to charlie and i said listen fitness let's put it together music and fitness go hand in hand people mm. need to i i just we i went on the premises that like movement is medicine for the body mm. and people need people need movement and 
you know, we can sit here and debate, obviously we're in another lockdown now, we can sit here and debate whether, you know, gyms should be open or closed or, or whatnot, but, you know, they're, they're going to have their way with it. So I just, uh, you know, everyone knows that exercising is, is, is good. Mm. <laughs> um, so, mm. so we just, we try to be the instigators of movement and it, listen, it, it, it grew our fan base very quickly. What and then idea. are you now at a point where you want, you're trying to monetize it and take it beyond the street stuff? So we've always had like our up our sleeve. We always had our, our sort of our, like our USP and our USP was, um, was, was our pop-up. So when we had our company notorious, we would famously, um, I say famously. Fam- in London. <laughs> we would, uh, if I dare say so myself. It was everywhere. Um, so um, we would we would go into venues unassociated with fitness, um, and we would bring a fitness experience to a venue that no one had any sort of like, you know, tie to. So it was just like we took over um, when we was notorious. We took over Helipad in central London, and we provided like a a multi-discipline experience that lasted over an hour so it involved martial arts because of my um, my business partner charlie is a three-time world champion and the uk number one for muay thai so he led that and then we had cardio conditioning obviously more body weight stuff and then obviously i mean my obsession with weights and stuff we got some kettlebells or you know dumbbells or whatever and we we offered that and we tried the backbone of our company is built off community so it was like we we still have stories now um where you know well fast forward we ended up doing a couple of pop-ups before we got locked down again with rays so we took over 1901 which is a famous wedding venue um in the great eastern hotel um, which is now called the andaz hotel and then we did hours restaurant on brompton road where we taught the class live off the restaurant bar um, and we put loads of punch bags we put loads of punch bags in there and then we're bringing we like today we still have stories you know well, how did you meet oh i met at a raise event um mm. you know or, or, or like we would see people from our events meet up and take other people's classes you know when things restored back to normal so it was just it was just so it's so great to see that you know we've we've created a, a, mm. a platform or a place for people to meet and that that is just a testament to the hard work yeah. and anyone in the fitness industry in theory could have done that but no one could be bothered and no one is willing, you know, you had the idea, of course, mm. but no one is willing to put all the work in that it would involve and take the risk of just randomly turning up on a street. And, and I think that's a real sign that people need to appreciate is that you didn't just create the Instagram account and it just flew by chance. You were out there yeah. with speakers, Grinding. taking the chance, taking the risk, yeah. <laughs> facing, well, the, first, the, facing the, first, the police. The first one, Charlie has to face, even though Char- Charlie's like, I, I'm worse. My temper is like through the roof. <laughs> so Char- Charlie was like the mediator. He's like the peacemaker. Um, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm so I, I lose my shit. So I sort of just had to carry on teaching, really. And he would go over and be like, "Oh hi." Um, so, um, but yeah, no. I, I, to answer your question, the first one, I, I was nervous. I was like, we did it on our own street as like a as a tester. Test. Yeah. Um, and our own street didn't like us at the time. Yeah, that's not that's <laughs> not the best way to make friends, is, is that, it? Is that like, why do you it moved? on the street down. <laughs> <laughs> so we did it. We did it with our neighbours as a test run, and it was like, you know, it was five minutes to like we 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 agreed to do it at ten a.m. We actually so this is the effort we went to talking about you know it doesn't just happen. Went down to local printers, printed something off. I actually wrote it on my iPhone 
printed it, sent it to the printers, printed off 50 leaflets, stuck them in every letterbox on our street, um, stood outside in the street and then waited. And I actually spent 300 pounds on a videographer. So we already made, lost money uh, <laughs> before it, before it started. Um, and, I, and I just said, listen, like, we, you know, completely oversold it. We're going to have this amazing thing where all the neighbors are going to come out and we're going to do fitness. And I want you to capture some footage and, you know, so, uh, it was five minutes to 10 when we were supposed to start and uh, no one came out. And oh. I was like, my heart was beating. Oh. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, my, oh God, no one's coming in. This is, it's like being turned, it's like, you know, Rejection. being turned down on a day. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, I didn't know, it said no one come then at all. It was hilarious. It was like by, it literally like one person came out and then it was like, oh <laughs> I- God. And then it was like, uh, yeah, literally. And they were like, oh, don't hurt me. I was like, no, no. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, you're all good. Come, come. Oh. Um, like, And then it was like, well, then another person came out of the house. Then another person oh, came good. out of the house. Then the, then the cafe at the end of the road started taking videos and more people joined in. Then other people from other streets came oh. down. And then all I turned around and I was like, I this, love what I do. This is like a mo- this is like a movie. Yeah. What, what? Had you put on the Had you put on the leaflet that you were organizer of the famous notorious events? <laughs> that- no, 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 no. Yeah, I told them a special guest appearance. We're gonna get our other partner back. No, I just um, no, we um, no, we did it. We literally just literally said, "Come down, 10 a.m. for everybody." Nice. Um, but yeah. So what what is your vision for the future? If you have one. Uh, for, for the no, company for you. Just, just for you in general um I, I like to do multiple multiple projects we've got so much exciting stuff happening with rays and i think i think having your own company is it, for me it, it is i think it's everything i think like you learn so much you get it carves out your own identity um, I very much see myself as my own brand mm. and I've never, I've never wanted to hide behind, um, you know, or become reliant for that case. You know, I think what, what COVID has shown everybody is that if you have an idea, you know, don't pass creativity around, just try and execute on creativity as soon as it comes to you mm. because it just gets diluted. Somebody else will take the idea or, you know, you just have to be bold enough to take risks and you get rewarded. I mean, you, there's hard work. And I think hard work is what most people don't want to do. And mm. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I get eight hours sleep. I, I really don't. I get like four, five, six if I'm if I'm good, you know. And it's just you know people go, oh, you know that's not good. Or, but I just think if you if you it comes from a point of passion and you 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 have to be the hardest worker in the room. You have to work hard for anything to materialize into anything. Mm. What would you... So, to, so you Sorry, go, yeah, on. go on. No, you carry on. You want to finish? I was just going to answer, I was say to answer your question, I was just like, I'm going to develop myself in every area of teaching as possible. So I like I manage group fitness, so I believe that I have to lead by example and whether, you know, that's... I've just... Um, I know Adam touched on it. I've just signed to Fit, which is like the UK's number one fitness app so i'm testing myself in the digital market there and i i can be found in real time at, at equinox and then obviously i've got my own company raise which is pop-up events so i'm always putting myself in different arenas and trying to test myself and i'll continue to do that to answer your question and what is wealth for you in the long term what is wealth for you wealth 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 um wealth for me is is 
are having a positive effect. That like I will feel more empowered if I have a positive effect on people when I'm doing the right thing. I think that was what will make me wealthy. Like I will feel I thought I will feel great. And that's that's wealth to me. I will feel great about my purpose and what I do if I'm doing stuff that is helping people i think mm. like mm. making people feel great i think one of the best things that ever happens to me is like because i've done this when you do on demand classes and i'm sure you guys do a lot of them as well people send you a text and they're like you're in my living room or you started my day off you know the best or like and it's like what the fuck like mm. that that's mad power that's mad power to have to, to, to be able to have that effect mm. on somebody and mm. you know i just we we take it for granted and i think it's i will that text will never get boring to me Aww. that text of like you know oh my god you know i just did my workout with my sister and you, you, we're gonna have a great day now because of you that's that's why that's well mm. that's to me that's yeah. wealthy that's, that's so lovely. nice i love and that i think you you said uh, taking it for granted i think we do often like anyone who teaches classes sometimes it is just worth stepping back and thinking look i'm standing in a room there are 40 people, 20 people, whatever, in front of me who've all chosen to dedicate an hour to being in front of me. Mm. They've spent, you know, if it's if it's a single class, they've spent X amount of money. And like sometimes, like in this room, people have spent in total, not that oh, I don't get the money, but have spent like five grand by the time all of them, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's how much money has been spent. You think actually what an honour this is mm. that all these people have spent their money to be in front of us. And it's our job as group fitness, yoga instructors, to do that justice. Mm. And what a privileged position we are, that we are these people that can offer something really valuable to their life. We're not their friend. We're not their teacher. We're kind of something in between that is only offering positive stuff. Mm, that's so nice. No, no, I, I, t- I totally agree. And it's like, you know, and I'm not just saying this, obviously, because you're, uh, <laughs> you're you're part interviewing me. But when I came to Equinox, you know, they 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 highlighted you as one of the trainers to look at. And what you you, you know, when when they talked about the way you taught, they said that you know you would almost prepare the room like someone was coming over to have dinner at yours. You know, that, that, that was the, that that was that was the level of care that was that that was put into your to, you know to your teaching. And I think that 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 really you know, I took that home with me, that comment. It's almost like, you know, I, every time I get to my classes, I'm like, I get there like half an hour before I set the room up. It's like, and it is that sort of premise that you're having people over to your space. Do you know mm. what I mean? Your mm. area. And it's, and you want them to leave and, you know, you want them to come back. Mm. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. so it's like, that's, I think people that, there's two types of instructors in my opinion. And one of them is the instructor that comes in, clocks in, clocks out, earn some money you know i'm a fitness instructor and the other one is like knows everything about everybody that's in their room knows if they've got a dog knows if they've got a cat knows their sister knows their you know they, if they if they just got married how many children they've got and i think that you know if i was to give a tip to anybody people pe- it's like your hairdresser scenario you know they mm. they, they get chat it's that that type of relationship it's that type of profession and i just think that if you're if you want to succeed you need to care about the people in your room mm. yeah yeah That's should we do one. some quick buyers see i always get uh, i think that if you can learn a lot about i, I can't learn names yeah but that's you're just not good but, at them but that i know everything about people i yeah. know i know what how no someone's bodies. arm externally rotates yeah. i know what their family i know everything about them except their name yeah. often but i think it's do you want a little trick that i got taught what 
Okay, so when you <laughs> people, be there. people that people that in my class are gonna be like, he doesn't actually know my name now. So when <laughs> when you go to when you go to reception, yeah, <laughs> ask them for the print off of everyone's name, mm. and then collectively, because obviously it's group fitness, put them in a position where they can't see you, so like a mountain climber where they're facing the floor. Have a look at the list and then pull out a name. Tom, and then his head will pop up. Hey, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're, kill, you're killing it. You're, you're crushing it. That, so, yeah, that is good because the issue is, like, often you, you, introduce, you introduce yourself to someone the first time. You get their name in your head. But then suddenly you've been teaching them for two years and you haven't ever re-asked their name. And you can't ask you can't, after two I years. I've also, got a, I've also got a good one. You, you say, oh, um, you get their number for whatever reason. Oh, I'll just talk to them about something you need their number for. And then, oh, how do you spell your name again? Yeah. And then they'll spell it yes, out for you. That's yeah, also yeah, quite yeah. a good well, I'll, one. I'll ask surname. I'm like, what's your, I've got a list. What's your surname again? I need your surname. <laughs> The other little trick, this is a side, if, if you think someone's pregnant, like as you, you know, yoga can be not that ideal if you're pregnant doing certain things. And I'm like, are you pregnant? I can't quite tell. You kind of look pregnant. Oh, I'm obviously God, not going to ask you if ask. you're pregnant. I'm going to like put someone in a pose <laughs> and be like, and if you're pregnant, don't do this, but do this instead. And then suddenly I'm like, I've clocked it. Right, okay. Uh, yes, they are. Should we do some quick fire questions? Yeah, sorry, Holly's telling we're me We're going off, off on a tangent now. Sorry, <laughs> we're gonna, sorry. We're gonna the, do, bosses, the boss is the here. The boss has spoken. We're going to do a few, yeah, few little quick fires. So like quickly sort of answered questions just while we finish off. Can I if ask? I don't have answer, if, if I don't have answers, I'll just blame it on my connection, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> just go mute. Yeah, yeah. Waz, what do you do to relax? Mm. Massage. Okay. I love a massage. I love like you a get one or massage. give one. <laughs> yeah. <No>. Love <laughs> to give a massage. <laughs> I always appreciate effort, so I'm always, I always return the favour. No, I, I love, I love, um, I love deep. T- I once a week I get a deep tissue massage. I bought a bed, Ooh. a massage bed, and I, and it and it lives with me. And people can come over and give me massages. Nice. Love <laughs> Is that, that. Like an offer? Do you want? Do you want to give it your email out? <laughs> <laughs> We'll, t- we'll, t- we'll, t- we'll tag it on the, on we'll the podcast. We'll put it in the show notes. Show notes. If you want to come and give one as a massage. What I want to know, like two recent purchases that you've made for fitness during lockdown. One, less than 100. One could be as expensive as you want. Things that you've bought related to fitness during lockdown. Okay, really expensive, over 250 pounds. Um, I bought a pair of running shoes. Um I, I don't know why I, I I don't see myself as like a professional runner. I have run a marathon though, just put it out there. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, but I I love I love these new Nike shoes and I just like yeah I mean I'm in love with them and I haven't actually run in them yet. They look too good. The so vapor, I, I, they're like, vapor fly or something. They're like the alpha. They're called Alpha Fly Next Percent something something, something. they look are they insane. the ones that were, that were banned I, the ones that were banned in marathons yes. recently yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 so that's the most expensive i i bought them last week um and i'm in love so you were in love with the look of them you haven't you said you haven't worn them you can just walk around the apartment no they um they're there to encourage me. I, I'm a massive believer in it. If you buy stuff, right, like <laughs> nice gym clothes and nice gym shoes, it just it give. I don't know why it just gives me that bit more motivation just to just to do it. Yeah. So there you go. I want to get. I, I want to get out on hit the roads a bit more and you know while the roads are quiet as well. There's no one around. It's a great time. So that was that was the expensive purchase. Um, and then the small purchase. You said under a hundred pounds. 
Um, it's not really fitness. It's all right. You can have it. Go for it. Um, I was I was just gonna. <laughs> It's gonna say really nice pre-workout coffee. Uh, <laughs> well, how do you have your coffee That's then? It. I've just I bought um I bought one of those ground like coffee proper like authentic yeah. ones like yeah. it's a it's a it's a smeg job where you make oh, your own coffee. It's nice. great. So they so I'm like I'm obsessing over coffee blends. So if you want to ground some coffee up and also send that to me, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is what would be your fitness message? If you could kind of sum it up in a sentence, um, you, I, th- I, I said it at the start. You, you, you have to have a goal. Like you have to have a goal. You have to have a reason to be out there doing. You know, like what is your goal? Mm. And then once you go, once you know what your goal is, you know, just work your butt off. So that's it. Yeah, love it. <laughs> right, final one. You are an old school lifter. So what three exercises that you would advise to get everything sorted? Hen- Hendrick was actually the he was when we chatted. Hen- can, Hen- can I guess Hendrix? Can I guess Hendrix? I can't. I can't remember what he <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, go on. Chest press, bicep curl, <laughs> and some sprints. Probably that was <laughs> we, it. We didn't ask that. Actually, he was like this was start of lockdown. He was rowing. Yeah, yeah, he's a rower. He was all about rowing. He's like yeah. actually in the absence of weights, just row, just do lots of I lo- rowing. I, I, I love me. I love me some Hendrick. Hendrick in oh, super he's knowledgeable. So lovely. But, yeah. but what would you, three exercises you would do? You got to do three for the rest of the life. <laughs> okay so car- cardio's got to be in there so car- any any form of cardio because you've got a like bike low- haven't you you've got a bike in your house there it is that's a, w- a what bike there's the bike yes love a what bike so if that can be one exercise I'm not saying everybody has to go and buy a what bike but low low impact cardio like baseline if you're not CV fit if you're not cardiovascularly fit you're going to run into trouble right so cardio has to be one of the three yeah right and then after that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna sound like a twat, aren't I? I love a, I love a chest day. I love a bit of like chest pump. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's like twat. <laughs> and then I don't know. Ex- actually, like phys- like I have to pinpoint exercise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. You want a bicep curl, don't you? No, 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 no. Tri- I'm all about the triceps. Oh, yeah, triceps okay. is 60% of your arm, yeah. If you want bigger arms, work on triceps oh, over go, biceps. Then. Well, that'll do. Triceps. That'll do. I've, I've got one egg follow-up. Did I see... You did a little pivot of your bedroom then. Did I see a crystal? <gasps> a giant amethyst crystal? Oh, my yeah. God. Secret. He's a crystal lover. <gasps> oh, he's got a crystal. Okay, so... Okay, you secret hippie. Oh, we right. need to have a whole other right. podcast. Final, right, right, right. Final question then. <laughs> oh, there's two, oh, my... You got a sage? <laughs> what are you? He, he's got an altar. <laughs> <laughs> Why has he got an altar in his house? Right. So what is your spiritual practice? Final quick fire. You caught me out. Oh, yeah, I'm, I am. I'm really... I really... I'm like, I really am spiritual. But I just... Like, I'm not... I'm not... Oh God, I'm not like a, I just feel like in the same way that people, I'm going to get hatred for this, in the same way that people go around and throw veganism on people, I believe that the spiritual world has people that are very similar to that. And I just, I'm super spiritual, I'm, I'm, I'm super spiritual, but I believe that your relationship with spirituality should be between you and you only, and you should, you should, uh, yeah, it's it's great. If you're into, if if you're into it, it's 
it's the best thing in the world. Do you know what? Oh, I could you have imagine you like burning sage on your what bike, <laughs> just shaking it around, <laughs> a glow stick in one hand, sage in the other. Do you know what? I, I feel like I have a million more questions now, but I also think it's really nice to leave it on that air of mystery. The mystery of Waz. Do you? Yeah, I think that was really go. lovely what you just said. So there we go. Depth. New depth to Waz. <laughs> new depth. Like a mermaid. Like no fear of shallow <laughs> living. Right. Well, there you go. If you if you if you want to call me back for a part two, we'll right. get some. What we'll do you want? Some... What do you want people to know about you? Like Instagram handles and stuff. Website. Yeah, I just think it's just it's just at Waz to Shire. I just um. Look, like just yeah tell me what other people are doing i'm i'm, I'm where is, where is your surname long, from <laughs> where's your surname okay from? so i'm 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 half palestinian yeah. and i'm half i and i'm half irish oh. um so it's quite a volatile mix there. hence your, hence but, your ginger uh, brother <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ginger the ginger twin um and then i look i look like my dad um so that's like that explains so yeah we're half arab half irish and then um yeah, that was that's that's my upbringing. So you got, and then what's your other other Instagram handles? Raise London is that all one word? So so at at Raise LDN, yeah. So at Raise LDN is my company. At Waz Ashias, and then that's it really. I just like yeah. Let me know. I've got, I'm not doing much during lockdown, so if somebody's got something interesting for me, let me know. Hit me up. <laughs> Thank you so much, Waz. It was so nice to chat to you. Honestly, unbalanced.